So you're now featured in another episode of The Real World. Today's topic, we're going to hit on uh, probably entertainment within the black community. Um, obviously, the way that we see things, who we really thought should have probably have won some of the awards from 2016 for best artist and best, you know, song, album. Uh, I got my man Darren in here. Darren, uh, he doesn't do social media, but he's certainly here to kind of give his voice. We'll have a great conversation. So what's good, man? What's going on, my brother? So, yeah, I don't want to get killed by the beehive, right? But I certainly think that we have a situation every year where I feel like people are always hyped for, like, anything that Beyonce does. My question to you, why do women, you know, root so hard for Beyonce? I think they just generally have a connection with her, you know, based upon her song catalog. I think it's very relatable to what a lot of women go through so they just you know they gotta go with it i mean it's it's relatable for them so they just feel like hey you know she's saying what we would be saying if we could sing but since they don't you know what i mean she's she, she's their voice basically so i feel that she might be their voice right but what was it like three or four years ago you had kanye run up on stage um on Taylor Swift, like, Beyonce had the greatest video of all time for single ladies. A year later, he runs up there again for whatever video that she had when he was drunk off Hennessy um, with somebody on his arm. And now you got Adele breaking her Grammy in half, like, yo, I didn't have the best album this year. When, to be fair, I think that, I didn't listen to Lemonade, but I certainly think that Adele has enough credibility to be like, yo, she had a dope album. I can't say 25 is better than 24. I didn't listen to 25, but we acting like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can't say that her album was trash. So why do we have so many people caping for somebody who, frankly, we know that Beyonce is dope. She's the best performer probably of our generation. So why is it that so many people are so big on giving her accolades when, you know, she was the person that was at the first Obama administration singing a song. She was the person that we had an iconic image of, of saying, you know what, at last, when the president and the first lady danced for their first time when we had a black president. We recognize our talent, but what, why do we need to award her so much if we all see it? I mean, I think with the, you know, basically, women love her. And we all know, you know, as far as records and, you know, stuff being sold, more women buy records than men. Totally. So with that being said, anytime Beyonce is saying she's dropping any damn thing, women is going to buy it, you know. And then the subject matter, once again, is relatable. They feel like they can live Beyonce if they got a man at home cheat like the lemonade out if it was about Jay-Z cheating or whatever the hell she says that he did if it's a woman at home going through it and I guess a lot of women feel that they are going through it then they're going to support that and they they want her to get an award they want her to get all the accolades you know what I'm saying whatever they can or whatever she can get you know just to feel like she's you know i don't know man i like beyonce but so did you listen to lemonade 
I listen. I, I mean, I check out all albums. I, I listen to it. So, what's your favorite track then? Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it all the way real. The minute that I heard Jay Z was kissing on her feet, I never turned it on. I couldn't listen to a track. I haven't listened to a cut that's come out since. I'm like, yo, my favorite rapper cannot be kissing somebody's feet. That's not the iconic image that I want of my man doing life. I feel you, and that's some stuff that we do. But I'm like, yo, this is big pimping. This is girls, girls, girls. It doesn't matter. And now you're kissing on their feet. Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. He's not big pimping no more. Big pimping is a single Jay-Z. Now he got duets with Beyonce. Like, come on now. I'm going to keep it real. This is how you know we're really getting old, right? Jay-Z's still my favorite rapper. Jay-Z will probably never come out with another single album. I don't know about that. On top of that, the last album that he came out with, the one track I remember him having with Beyonce, she bodied him on the track. It wasn't that I remember that song because of, like, you know what I'm saying, the, the verse that Jay spit. I remember hearing Beyonce come in on a hook, and I'm like, damn, she is killing this right now. The who wants this love story anyway. Nobody bodied a, like an entire chorus that year as hard as Beyonce bodied that track. So like, get, don't get me wrong. I like Beyonce too. I was down for Beyonce from the crazy in love phase. I bought all of the Destiny Child albums. I was even rocking with her when she was saying no, 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 and bills, bills, bills to, you know what I'm saying, like independent women. I was down for all of that. I rocked with her through, I think, I believe the last album I listened to hers was probably, um, all the way through was probably B-Day. I didn't really get the Beyonce album to drop, like, you know, kind of random on a, on a Thursday on iTunes. I listened to a couple tracks because I thought they were cool. But personally, I felt like she moved so far away from what I appreciated about her in music. And that isn't to say that she isn't still dope, but it was at a point where I couldn't listen to it, where it wasn't for me anymore. Where I felt like she made music for everybody and she just wanted people to feel good. Now it's definitely on some women empowerment, women's sexuality thing. I am a mother. I am woman. I can't really rock with that. But I recognize the talent is there. Performing, I've seen her at, you know, uh, I saw her a couple of years ago at Made in America. Shorty was dope. Her performance was the best performance there. Don't get me twisted. I'm sitting there looking from probably like, you know, 300 yards away through thousands of people. And it was it was fire. Yeah, but it was not fire the other night. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So you know the beehive is going to kill you. If you had social network and if you had Twitter, all of these women would be, like, killing you right now. Tell me why you don't think it was fire. I don't give a damn about no beehive. That's one. You're crazy because the beehive will come at that ass. Hey, man. Yo, the beehive scares everybody, bro. Nobody goes harder than the beehive. But I feel you. Let me, you know what I'm saying, I mean, back up. Even the Beehive has to, they have to understand criticism. And it's not like I've already said that Beyonce is a great artist. You know, I like Beyonce. But as far as the performance, you know, I just feel like, you know, it was more dancing or more as a show or, or, or like a theme as opposed to her actually having a vocal or, or, or really singing. You know, she did sing, but it was, it was more, to me, that's what it was. It was more theatric to me. That's, that's the word I'm thinking. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a good performance. It, it wasn't horrible, but I just feel like she really didn't sing and she really didn't, you know, put out a, a, a real vocal. I, you know what I'm saying? And I think if you're going to perform, that's what you should do. Now, 
if if you're looking for dancing and all that, you know what I mean, then she then she did great. But I I, I would have preferred to hear her sing. So it wasn't trash, you know what I mean? You know, as opposed to Adele, you know, she sung. Everybody, you know, heard the great vocal, but I mean, even with Adele, I mean, she sung the same song that we've probably heard her sing already, and I thought that she sung that on the awards before. So, what's the difference between Beyonce's performance, right, <clears throat> and let's say a Mariah Carey? We know Mariah can't sing, <clears throat> but instead, we're very much like, we love her voice, <clears throat> So why is it okay for Mariah to do that, but not Beyonce? You must be talking about the, uh, what was it, around Christmas or something that happened with with Mariah? I am. Okay, I mean, because Mariah just totally effed up the whole thing. I mean, let's just keep it real. She messed up the whole thing. Beyonce didn't mess up nothing. I just felt like the performance that she had the other night while it was good it wasn't it was more theatric you know it was more about the dance and it wasn't really about the and maybe that's what she was going for and if and if that's what she was going for then i you know i applaud her you know what i mean she she had the you know the effects you know with the costumes and and all that i mean costume was dope it yeah, was it, it's dope. enjoyable you know what i'm saying and like i said i'm not going to say it was trash because it wasn't i miss beyonce nothing she really does is, is trash you know what i'm saying but in the same sense I would have, I personally, as a fan, would have preferred to hear her sing a little bit more, you know. But, you know, in comparison to Mariah Carey, though, you know, Mariah just, you know, she said that, you know, whoever had had coordinated it, you know what I'm saying, didn't get stuff right, and that's why things went left for her. I mean, so she just winged it, you know what I mean? Like, that was the only thing she could do. So let me ask you this then, right? Beyonce has a, she has a good performance. It might not have been Beyonce level, but it was a good performance. What was your album of the year for 2016? For 2016. And I need two categories. Let's split this up into rap and R&B. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you were really into the R&B from last year. I know R&B is kind of dead, but what were your favorite albums? Uh, let me see. R&B. If I, I, I would have to say I, I think Solange put out a dope project. Was she better than Big Sister? I think it was. To me, it was neck and neck. But, but are you saying that because of the visuals, or was was the content with Solange better than the actual content songwriting arrangement when it was for Beyonce? I think. Because Beyonce has had such a platform for such a long time and that Solange, while she's not a new artist, she's never been given the, I guess, the the light like she had this, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was talking about this album, you know what I mean? And, 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 and how good did uh, Cranes in the Sky did. You know, everybody, a couple people has tried to remix it, you know what I mean? You hear it every day on the radio, you know. I think based upon that, and you know what I mean, it was a dope project, you know what I mean? So if I had to weigh it or put it neck and neck against Beyonce, I would give it to Solange only because Beyonce has done the same thing countless years. I mean... Is, I think is this, at this point, it's very predictable 
a Beyonce to win album of the year or at least be in the running for album of the year. When have you seen a year in which Beyonce put out a project and she was not nominated for album of the year? You I, don't. Is that exactly. But Solange puts out an album with great content and you know what I mean I feel like she should be rewarded for it. I mean and now now granted I think she did win R&B album of the year or something but so one of the awards they don't show. Exactly. Okay. Now which is BS. Now come on now. You work that hard for something and you can't even receive your award on TV like your peers. So I didn't listen to Solange's album, so I can't actually say, like, you know what? I thought Solange's album was dope. My my favorite R&B album last year, um, here's where I'm about to give a, a shameless plug, right? Uh, go check out a clip under my Instagram name. It's the underscore, no, actually, that's my podcast. Do dash underscore not underscore dame. I was singing a dude by the name of Black. It's 6-L-A-C-K. I loved his project last year. One of the biggest reasons why my man's project hit home to me, um, and I think this is probably indicative of music in general, whenever you have a personal connection to something that somebody's saying, it rings home. Yeah, a lot of the dudes right now are kind of having the same sound. So you have the Bryson Tillers. You have the, you know, the sort of Travis Scotts. A lot of these dudes that kind of really can't sing the Tory Lanes, but they make, you know what I'm saying, dope kind of tracks. I thought Black blew them away last year. Obviously, I know that dude's not going to want a Grammy. Like, it, it's an urban record. But I thought for the content and for what it was, nobody can't tell me that Black wasn't my favorite album of all of 2016. And I mean all of 2016. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to go check dude out. I'm going to need you yeah. to check that out. The yeah, other thing out. that I would say is I wanted us to talk about the hip-hop albums of 2016, too. Honestly, my favorite hip-hop album of 2016 is going to surprise you. I hated all of the fab projects, so if somebody comes at me talking about Trappy New Year's, I hope you go somewhere in a corner and die. I hated that project. I really didn't like Summertime Shootouts, too. Ah, Trappy New Year was decent. No. It was decent. The Trappy, no, hold on. Trappy New Year was decent. That's the one with with, with Trey Songz, right? All right, that's cool. The other one. What was it, Summer Shootout? Yeah, it was like all of the young cats. Ah, I did not like it. I don't like Lil Uzi. If you have Lil Uzi on anything, I am not listening to it. I Sorry. will say that's the one track that I did like. Well. That Go Yard bag, because of the beat. I, I don't care about do you that. Know, you know Yo, the beat. The original beat comes from that. That's that Outkast beat, right? Okay, that's cool. But the the the, the best track on there is the Ashanti. That, is, that song is crazy. I'll give you that. that it's, it's, it's crazy. I'll give you that. The way he flipped that. I mean. The, the the beat, like I said, the beat and fast verse on Go Yard Bag was was crazy. I don't listen to whatever Uzi said. Little Uzi just gets on anything, he's he's killing me. I don't want to hear none. He's he's mumbling. All I, I know is that I heard that certain like sound that I heard from Outcast. It's an Outcast track, Liberation. Once I heard that beat go off and Fab start ripping that, I'm like, bruh, Fab is killing it. Then he blew me because, like you said, he had Little Uzi vert on it. Yo. So I couldn't be a fan right, of that. that. Okay, I personally think for me, while it was not an album, I think one of the best projects for me, hip hop wise, would be Dave East. 
So Dave East was definitely more of the classic hip hop, like I'm gonna give you bars, Harlem dude yeah. rapper, right? I can't say anything bad about that. To have not to have Nas back you is 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 is, is very credible. Can we really say that when Nas backed his brother Jungle? He's the same dude that was like, yo, horse and whiz is really killing it just because horse's verse was better than yours and Uchi Wally. I mean, it's all good. I can't if, take if, the, if the that, cosign. If, if that's your brother, then you're probably going to do that. You're I right. Mean, we're, I mean, let, let's just keep it a buck. I mean, you're right. didn't Nelly do that with all the St. Lunatics? He knew half of them Bamas couldn't rap. You're right. I mean, you know, if that's your crew, you gonna want you want to see them make money. You know what I mean? So you say whatever you want to say. I mean, Jungle wasn't a rapper. I mean, you know what I mean? They, they, they had that little... The little group for whatever, you know what I'm saying? I guess that, that whole album or whatever, but I mean. Yeah. So, my favorite album, like, hip-hop-wise last year, and I don't even know if you can, can all the way consider it hip-hop. You familiar with K. Trinata? Never heard of it. K. Trinata's, he's sort of like a DJ, right? And he has this electronic sound. So, um. It's like the, techno or like. It's not a, techno, but the first track I heard over it, was with um, Fonte rapping over something. Fonte from Little Brother? Yes. Because uh, I don't know if you heard the whole, uh, like, Fonte is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's done a lot of stuff since Little Brothers kind of, like, went down. Nah, not at all. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Fonte's really got it in. But he's kind of more on the, the R&B side of the spectrum, right? So it was this Who track. Is Fonte? Fonte. Fonte's singing now, bro. Singing? Fonte is singing oh, now, bro. No. So when I heard it, Basically, K. Trinata was the DJ, and he had a bunch of people come in and do stuff or rap over something or people come over and sing over something. That was the dopest hip-hop project that I heard in all of fucking 2016. And the reason I say that is mostly because the beats and how fresh everything was and the sound was, was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things where, like, K. Trinata was what I probably spent all of last summer listening to and to be real, black people weren't really fucking with K. Trinata. He's a dude from, like, Canada. He's not Drake. But even with that, you know what I'm saying, he had, you know what I'm saying, he had some, some hits. The problem is, is that I think that he went for that, like, electronic sound when, I'm, when you start talking about, like, that, that DJ sound as well. So, like, the same stuff that you're hearing out in Vegas, if you're partying in a pool, there are no people that look like us. If you don't see us, you probably understand exactly what we're saying, but that's kind of what they're into, that whole, you know, um, electronic music scene. Like, it sounds similar to that, but I'm telling you, go check that out. As a hip-hop project alone, dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know he had Vic Menza on the project. I know he had Anderson Pac on the project. Again, the joint was dope. Anybody that gets the chance, please go check that out. Because, again, it was one of the better music projects that I heard of all the last year. And, I'm not and I have eclectic music taste. I, trust me. I know I like my, um, my, music, my music generally underground. Like, I like the mixtape scene. I don't really like stuff on the radio. But there was something about K. Trinata. He's even doing stuff with everybody now. Like, he has a track that came out with Alicia Keys recently. Like, he released this other mixtape that was just kind of like a blend of mad songs. I think called the point zero one percent, dope, 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 dope. So all of these people are working with him. So please check that out. Um, that was my personal pick of probably hip hop album of the year. Yeah, you just picked some people that people don't even know who. Nah, you but, don't even know who they are. But I mean, it raises awareness. You know what I mean? 
to you know the underground people that you know the people you know have never heard it you know definitely make them go check them out so you know but see that's what i think some of the times where you know what i'm saying like i know that i don't necessarily like all of the mainstream stuff right like yeah drake is dope well well we would agree on that one of our both i mean we, we just went to go we well, we just seen joe budden twice both of us in the yeah in the span of like six months yeah yeah we both went went to Agreed. go see him yeah so but joey twice. is bars this is more right. What was that? How was it? Where we go? How theater? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Twice. twice, twice, exactly. But that's just us. You know what I mean? I don't. You know, I don't know what nobody else likes. But you know. So if I'm going traditional hip hop, just for people that might not not necessarily know K Tronada, I don't really know what my favorite album was last year. Like I can't honestly think of something that dropped in 2016 where I was like, "Damn, yo, this is hard." I think the stuff that I like was probably all underground stuff. And if even that, it was probably just like a track here or there where I thought somebody was spitting. Like my favorite song of last year probably would have been like that Big Sean track, um, No More Interviews. I thought that was the hardest track in 2016. All right, that was cool. That you was know what I'm saying? Cool. Like not going to win a Grammy. My man was spitting bars. So if you're talking about spitting bars, has a hook, I'm down for it. Like that's kind of my thing. Like I want to hear those bars. I want to hear that talk. But I can't honestly think of just, you know, a lot of the music that we're into at this point when all of my favorite rappers put out content that I'm not really feeling. Because when I heard Fab put out Summertime Shootouts after I waited all of 2016 for it to drop, when I think it dropped in like, what, September, October, I wasn't happy. Like, what do we do? If our own favorites in entertainment aren't putting out the kind of music we like and the young dudes ain't really giving us what we like, what do we do? I don't want to be the dude that's riding down the street bumping reasonable doubt every day because I can't give it up. That's how you stay, you know, that's how you become old. I don't want to be that dude. I don't even want to say that little Uzi Vert is whack because he's little Uzi Vert. He's there, whack. He is. But there's got to be somebody young that comes along that we rock with, that we can say, well, you know what, you're moving the culture forward so we can still deal with it. Who's that person for us? Uh, nobody. I, everybody raps the same. Everybody's rapping like Lil Uzi Vert. I don't have time for him. He's horrible. Anybody that likes him, I don't know what's going on with you. I actually was in, what was I at yesterday? I was in uh, downtown locker room. Some some little, it wasn't even Lil Uzi Vert. It was Lil Yachty, I think. A little Yachty song. Came. What's the difference? It ain't no difference to me because they sound the same and it's all dumb. That's just that's just what I believe, because I came up on lyrics. I'm sure you did too. Sure. Even if you know you're you're you know even if you like down south or even if you like uh, northern music or even if you like you know out west, you know what I mean. You got your lyricists everywhere. You know now people aren't saying nothing. Which is why I just like the Davies album because I feel like he he gave some content. Nobody has no content. I mean, yeah, everybody's loving the Migos, you know what I'm saying right now. But when do you really like the Migos? Do you like to listen to it in the club? Are you or are you bumping it the whole your whole ride wherever you go? Black Beatles went hard. Just gonna say that. I don't really know anything that like Ray Shrimmer said. Black Beatles, that beat goes hard. But you're yeah. right. But I mean. It's a Mike Will beat. I mean, we have to give credit to him. You're right. It's not really about them. I think the beat was so hard that 
It didn't make a difference who was on it. But you know what? Like, I'll keep it real. It does make a difference who, who rides a beat. I don't know how most people feel. Lloyd Banks is probably one of my favorite rappers uh, of all mine's time. too. You already know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is one of those areas where we agree. When Bobby Schmurda came out with that hot nigga track. And I remember it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be his, That was a right? Banks track. Right. Banks would not have done that with that song. Like, I'm a Banks dude. But Banks would not have done that. That was a way better song. Like, they're going to still bang that but, next but, summer for 2017 okay, when we come out okay, because but, it's still hot. But Okay, that's true. But look at the lyrical content that Banks would have gave you compared to. I agree. But when you're dancing in the club or you're dancing in some lounge, do you really care what somebody's saying? Or are you riding that beat because you're like, you know what? This is crazy right now. That's true. But you're all, all you're talking about is one place. Agree. But think about it. Outside of like your biggest artists, and I'm talking about your Jay-Z's, your people at that level. You don't really get lyrical content in radio cuts or, you know what I'm saying, like club hits. That's not necessarily what they do. That's true. But I think Bobby made it a club a club song. Yeah, it was fire. Which, as you can see, Young M.A. picked up the same vibe with the, with the, with the ooh. And she ran with it. So what do you think about Young and Man? Keep it real. Obviously, I want to be PC and I want to be um, respectable, respective or eh. I want to respect people who have a different lifestyle than I do. But what do you think about her? Well, her lifestyle doesn't have anything to do with it, uh, except it's kind of hard to. Some of the lyrics are a little bit deceiving, to say the least. Well, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying. You know, she, you know, hey, she, she, she keeps it a buck. You know what I mean? She says she wants to head nothing more. I mean, but how is she keeping it a buck if that's not really what she's living? That's like the lifestyle maybe, that we would be living. She's not maybe, getting. Bro. Maybe she getting some head. You, she can get head though. Nobody's deep throating like Young Ma. I'm just saying. Nobody's deep throating. Right. There's no such thing as a deep throat. Right. You're like, right. And I don't want to necessarily get graphic, but I'm thinking like, yo. Whatever, what is she man. talking we, about? We get graphic. It don't matter. Shit, she did. Yeah, you're right. But my mom might listen to this. Hi, mom. Yeah, like, yo, my mother listened to a podcast, and I, it was something where I felt like I cursed, and I had to call her and apologize because I never curse around my mom. So if you listen to this, hi, mom, I'm sorry. Please don't, like, remember anything that either me or Darren says because I know you like Darren, but please continue. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? I'm yeah. glad she didn't hear that, uh. That test run that we had done. No, that would have been bad. Real bad. Yeah, that would have been yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, I think she, she's cool. Um, Her lane isn't – my whole thing is if you stick within your lane, you're okay. You know what I mean? But don't be annoying with it. I think she doesn't consider herself the, the best lyricist. She just wanted to make songs. And you know what I'm saying? And I think there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? To me, it's always been a difference between a rapper and a lyricist. You know what I mean? You have your, you know, like Meek Mill, for instance. You know what I mean? Meek Mill's not a lyricist. He's a rapper. But some people still like him. Nas, he's a lyricist. Hove, he's a lyricist. You know what I mean? It's a difference between a rapper and a lyricist. It all depends about, you know, 
it really depends on what you want to listen to. So you can kind of be both, right? You can be the person that's a lyricist and you make songs. Those are generally your guys that are superstars, right? Right, right exactly. Um, there's also a bunch of people who just, you know, make songs and we don't necessarily respect them for their, their lyrical content. It's a bunch of dudes that we can name that do that. I don't necessarily want to knock somebody for that, but I do recognize that if you have it all, you're probably going to be a star. Um, Talib Kweli has all the lyrical content in the world. He doesn't necessarily make songs. I'm a big Kweli fan, especially probably like, you know, circa 10 years ago, but that doesn't mean he does not spit in these bars. Like a lot of these backpack rappers and, you know, dudes that are on YouTube, dudes that are on uh, SoundCloud, shout out to SoundCloud because this post will be up tomorrow. But like a lot of that, you know, if I'm being honest, we don't listen for that. They can't make a dope song, so we don't even care. Ah, you know, Kwali is one of my favorites, honestly. Very, you know. And he, 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 he can make songs, but I mean, he, you know, his commercial success has not been with, you know, what everybody will listen to. I mean, you know, if he's, 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 had, he had, he's had some, had a little bit of, you know, success. Yeah, he's definitely got some you hits. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know he's what got saying? some radio hits. But, you know what I mean? Nowadays, you know, people aren't really checking for, you know, people that are very lyrically inclined. You know, um, I think, you know, going back to the awards, I think, you know, one of the people that people are really checking for the most that has some type of lyrics would probably be Chance the Rapper. Um, I never really gave him much of a chance. I know a lot of people love him on that verse with Kanye. I haven't, I haven't listened to any of it. And I so haven't it's either. hard for me to listen to it and say like, hey, yo, I get where they're coming from. The few verses I heard from him, I wasn't all that impressed, so I never wanted to find well, out more. Well, well, the thing is, uh, I did listen to the, the, the Coloring Book project. It was a decent project. Now, the thing is, I don't know if I would put him in the category you know, as we're talking about, as far as lyricist or rapper, you know, because I think he's in between, you know. Um, I don't know, you know, if, if he'll ever cross over into either or. I think he just might stay in between. He, I think he can make good songs, but, you know, he, de he definitely had a good project, you know. Um, so... Because I can't necessarily speak on that or give you any fact of the matter, I wanted to ask you, and this is something towards like the whole black entertainment thing, right? Do you feel like this is the year where I know it seems like in the Grammys, black people didn't necessarily win things that we thought we should have? Uh, this year, you're going to have Taraji and that whole cast of hidden figures up for various stuff when it comes Oscar time. It seems like right now, black people are in especially after like the debacle of last year when nobody kind of got um, nominated for anything or they won anything. I think a few people got nominated. Do you honestly think that there's a backlash against black people and that's kind of why we have the hard time winning these things? Or do you think it just happens to be circumstance? Are we being sensitive? Because like the question for me is, do you think that black people are sensitive or hypersensitive to this stuff? Or do you think it's you know, a model of like, this really happens? Now, as a black dude, like, I have my opinion, and obviously I'll share it, but I'm just curious what you think, too, as another black man. I think it's, for me, I think it's in the middle. Um, I think sometimes we as people or we as a race can become victims of circumstance. 
I feel like sometimes, you know, as an actor, you know what project fits you best. You can have you have some type of foresight while you're in the process of filming it, how it will come out, or while reading the script, how good it could possibly be. Do I feel like sometimes they discriminate and don't want to give give us awards? Probably so. But so like devil's advocate before you stop, right? Okay. Not giving us awards for stuff. If your biggest actors in Hollywood are the Denzel Washingtons and used to be the Will Smiths, these guys are box office and you bank on them every week. What's the incentive not to give them awards for like for roles that we all kind of universally think is great? Now, certainly I'm not disagreeing because I think it's probably somewhere in the middle myself. But I want to just play devil's advocate to try to figure out why we think this happens. Because the, the problem just like going back to what I'm saying, when you pick a project, you know what you're getting yourself into. You know what role you're going to play. You know who you're going to play. Now, maybe you don't have the expectations or maybe you do have the expectations of how you see that the movie will do and whether it will get nominated or whether you'll be nominated you know what i'm saying for you know whatever an award but the problem with that is while doing so you also have caucasian actors that are just as good and suppose their movie is is just better i mean just because will smith and denzel does a movie does not mean they're going to have the best movie out now they'll do the best that they can because we know them as great actors but that does not mean the movie is going to be the best will smith was just in a movie i I forget the name of it i thought it was kind of weird whatever the name ever was um yeah it didn't do well but he always does that where he does the blockbuster movie and then he does like the kind of oscar worthy movie right okay and to see what i'm saying it was kind of weird so when you get into into stuff like that will you're not going to be nominated and maybe he doesn't feel like he should be nominated for that. That's cool. But, what, okay, what was it? Was it last year? When was when was his wife? Yeah, it was last year, 20, 2016, okay, for the now, Oscars 2016. Now, what movie was that for? I have no idea what she was caping for. None. Oh, never mind. I, okay, I know. It was for the concussion. Okay, yeah, okay. as Dr. I yeah. Okay, right. So it was con- for concussion. Concussion was a great movie. Do you think it was a great movie? Or do you think it had a great point? I don't necessarily think it was a great movie. That's probably what I... I okay, I'll take that back. It might not have been a great movie. But sometimes you, you can... We as the people or we as the, the viewer can get caught up in, you know, the difference between the movie... And the point, and especially with it being a true story, you know what I mean. Uh, Will Smith has played; he's played Ali. Okay, so we already know, you know what I mean. When it comes to being or becoming somebody else, a character that's, you know, what I'm saying, being portrayed that's actually lived this life, you know, what I mean, he can do well in that. So he portrayed the person very well. But I mean, the movie itself was really, you know, about concussion, concussions in, you know, the NFL. It was really no 
it was really no, uh, it was a meaning to it, but I mean, while it was predictable. My man had a terrible Nigerian accent. Let's go I, first. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know wanna, plenty I of Nigerian cats, right? I, I, Their parents don't I, sound I, like that. And I, while I feel them, if you can't get the accent down, I can't give you the Oscar for best actor when you don't sound the part. I'm going to just start and say that. I love Will Smith. Cool, but. You know what I'm saying? Fresh Prince was my dude. Fresh Prince oh, of Bel-Air was probably my favorite fine, TV show fine. growing up. While you can say that, what. I mean, clearly we'd have to look it up. But what was he going against? I don't know. But I feel the same way about all these dudes that have these fake New York accents or these fake Boston accents, all of that. If you can't get that down, like, I can't really rock with you in terms of being really believable. That doesn't mean that the movie was, wasn't good or wasn't a great project. But that's where I look at stuff like, you know what? Because he wasn't necessarily nominated as a black dude, nah, I'm going to go and scream racism. I don't think that's the case. Now, what I will say, and I'll keep it all the way real, I think that a lot of times when you don't have people that look like us that are voting for these things, these are the kind of things that get overlooked. If somebody black would have been somebody that was in the, you know what I'm saying, in the voting population and said, you know what, I really think this movie is good for various reasons, because I think this kind of way, this is the way that I see the world. So because of that, I feel like, you know, I have a connection to Will Smith or at least this role. That's where a lot of the times like we have these situations. You need somebody that thinks like you or at least sees your perspective. When we look at stuff and it's well outside of how we feel, that's why we don't have empathy for shit. That's how we get Donald Trump elected. White people are sitting here literally looking like, and I know this isn't really related, but white people are looking like, yo, Mexicans are coming in to take my jobs. They're going to rape my wife. I can't really rock with it. Instead of being like, you know what? There's somebody that's probably poor that's going to do these things potentially, but it might not even happen. So that's why it's so important to have diversity in everything. I don't want anything to just be all black or all white or all Spanish or all anything. I just want an equal opportunity and a free chance to, to you know, show my talent for something. And a lot of times we don't get that because there's just no diversity in any of these like populations. That's true. But, all right, so right here I have, okay, so it was Spot, he was going against Spotlight, Bridge of Spies, Mad Max, The Revenant, which was a great movie, The Martian, The Big Short Room, and Brooklyn. Now, do you feel that within some of those, or at least one of those movies could have been X'd out and put and concussion put in that spot. I didn't see all of them, but I thought the Big Short was dope. I thought the Revenant was dope. So I don't know. What about the Martian? You, you saw that? The Martian was cool. Okay. Like it was a big, it was a big budget project that was kind of cool. What about Mad Max? You probably saw that. I did. I didn't really like Mad Max. You did Mad Max? Okay, nah, I didn't really like rock it. with that. Never. Like I get it stylistically, it was dope. Some of the special effects, the right. dudes leaning over the car. I never really liked the movie though. Okay. Okay. I think, and what, what actually won? Was it The Revenant? Yeah, The Revenant. Whoa. Leo took everything last year. Like, Leo was the man. But and, and see, I have no problem with that. Here you go. But here's why I'll say this. Blood Diamond. Leo having a terrible South African accent. If my man would have won the Oscar that year for, for doing I Forgot the Dude's Name, I would have been like, you know what? I can't really rock with it. Okay, that's true. But 
have you ever met a white person from South Africa? Do they have? Is their accent the same as a black person from South? Africa? Yeah, they are. It is. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I will that, say that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know one dude like that's legitimately a South African. Like they, their accents are all the same. And he's white. And he's white. And he sounds just like a black. Person. His name is Hugh. He he doesn't okay. sound like a black dude, but he he has a very African okay. Okay. accent. Cool. 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 Okay. So if that's the case, then cool. But as far as last year. Revenant was a very, very good movie. Very good. Very graphic, I will say. But, I mean, Leonardo, I mean, hats off to him. So even if, I was it, well, truly, you, you have to be nominated to even win. So maybe, I guess the whole thing was, it, it wasn't nominated. I feel like maybe Concussion could have been at least nominated. I mean, saying the guy didn't have an accent, I understand that. It wasn't the greatest, but the the movie overall was good. But I don't feel like he was snubbed because he was black. Because he's been there before. So I'll wrap things up or tie it in this way, right? Um, the reason I specifically asked about if you thought that black people had a harder time winning things because we were black, this is kind of the argument that they have for Beyonce, right? And not just Beyonce, but a ton of black artists that came before us where it's like we're universally recognized as being great and having all of these great things and, you know, doing all of these things for the culture, whether it's hip hop, R&B, you know, soul, jazz, whatever. And we never send we never seem to win the ultimate award. I don't want to be naive and say that I don't think that racism has anything to do with it. Right. I'd like to believe that honestly in, in my heart of hearts that it doesn't, I don't know. So I don't want to necessarily put that on somebody because I don't want to be that guy or I don't want to necessarily be like, you know, yo, black people are always saying racism when it's not there. I can't say that. I can't talk about stuff that happened before me. But can we honestly look and see different things and say like, you know what? Maybe this just wasn't the best thing out there. And that's okay, cause she's still dope on her own. Beyonce and her Beyonce and Jay are worth a billion dollars. Beyonce's fine, whether she wins a Grammy or not. She'll never have to worry about anything. Adele's gonna be fine. She don't have Beyonce money. I think it was the year before that. Beck doesn't have Beyonce money. None of these people like we get compensated in other ways, and I don't know if we necessarily need the accolades. Although the accolades would be nice. That's true. I mean, like I said, Beyonce will continue to be nominated. It doesn't make a difference what whether what we think, really, you know. Yeah, Yo, yeah, women love Beyonce. Right. She's she's built such a fan base based upon once again she's relatable. Once you can relate to something or somebody, it makes the music so much better. You know what I mean? A, a lot of times with music, I feel like while you might like the music, what is it other than just music if you can't relate to it? You know what I mean? Music is just what songs feel like. Or music is just what feelings feel like. I think Button said that in a... In a, in a right, okay. You know what I'm saying? I embody that. Like, any lyric that can touch me is something that honestly, like, it makes me think. Those are generally the things that I love. And see, that's, and see, that's why... I, Button is my favorite because I can relate to a lot of stuff that he's talking to personally. So if I can relate to that stuff, it makes it so much more better. And I can envision m me personally 
saying that stuff. So it makes it much more better for me. The same with women, which they probably do when Beyonce comes on. You know what I mean? It's different if 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 Jay Z is talking about oh Maybach this Maybach that, and then you sitting outside got a Honda out there. You know what I mean? How are you supposed to? You might like the music, but how can you relate to something that you can't have and you or, or you know? Then maybe it might make you want to work towards getting it. Maybe you can say that, but you can't relate to something that you don't even have. You know what I mean? If if women are saying oh I got these these problems and he keep cheating on me and oh I'm kicking him out the door and oh I'm over him and oh is this and oh is that and Beyonce is saying it for them and she has a bigger platform than these women and she's she's their voice so of course she's going to have a beehive you know what I mean because they're going to support anything that's you know their voice so we've 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 gone on for a little while. Um, honestly, I'm gonna leave you with the last word. A, I'd rather you get killed by the beehive tomorrow than I do. Uh, again, I want no problems of that. Yes, I'm scared. B, um, I love leaving you with the last word on something. This is my attempt to like make Darren get on social media heavy. He's real scared of it right now. I'm going to have everybody hit this man up like, yo, you need to get on IG. You need to get on Twitter, even though people don't really use that anymore. You need to get on Snapchat, but not really. I don't know if yo, it's cool I'm for Snapchat to just really do Facebook, Snapchat. I don't, I don't even, I don't do the Instagram. You know, I got, you know. At least get on Instagram so somebody can slide up in your DMs. Like, yo, if too, for nothing else, that, like. See that's, see, that's the issue, man. You know, I, you know. That's what I want for you. And I know, like, my man Darren is single, so, like, I'm pushing that on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm a terrible yo, friend. Yo, I got, I got, yo, too many DMs. Yeah, that's just, yeah, I know yeah. sometimes you don't want those problems, my, but I might want them for you. My, my, I want to live vicariously through you, you my man. You should not. My life is crazy <laughs> wild, my brother. You you know that. My life, it's always been like that. But, you know, you know, uh, Facebook, Darren Respeto Dent, you know, I just, you know, rock with that for now. I only, you know, rock with people that I really know. All them out, you know, people on the outside. I don't really, you know, do you know? I try to live a, a private life to to a certain extent, you know what I mean? But you know, it is what it is, man. And I can't blame you for that, yo. Everybody, you've had another episode of the Real World. We end this saying the exact same thing. Comes out of deaf or auto tune. I really don't want to offend my political connects. I love my job. I got a good one. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Peace.